Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Taoiseach Michal Martin has confirmed that it's the government's objective to cut the cost of childcare before Christmas. Now, when asked if some measures in the budget will be felt by families before the end of the year, Mr Martin says that is the objective of the government. He says we have to do it, obviously, within a fiscal framework. The budget isn't going to be announced today, and I don't mean that in any sort of uh, facetious way. Childcare is a big issue. It's a very significant cost pressure on families, and we're going to look at that. So they're not exactly saying what they're going to do. But anyway... Meanwhile, it has been reported in the Daily Mail today that creches are threatening to close their services in protest at the government's planned fee freeze for parents as, as services buckle under the pressure of inflation. The Tánaiste Leo Varadka has indicated that the government will prioritise reducing the enormous cost of childcare in October's budget and the suggestion is, of course, they're going to cap the prices. However, hundreds of childcare providers are expected to protest outside Leinster House on Wednesday, calling on the government to stop September's planned fee cap and to increase funding for early childhood care and education. Uh, They have warned that if their demands are not met, approximately 500 providers across the country will close their services for three days in September, prime time of course, October and November, affecting thousands of households across the country. Now Elaine Dunn is the chair of the uh, Federation of Early Childhood Providers and she joins me on the line once again today. Elaine, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Niall. Thank you for having me on. Do you know what, Elaine? It's not a good thing that I've had you on quite regularly over the last couple of <laughs> no, years. No, it's, it's It's a bad thing, isn't it, really, in a sense? Because, unfortunately, this is just not working out and it's not getting any better for you. No, and, and we're saying the same thing all the time. Like, we have been chronically underfunded for so long. And now when we hear what the Taoiseach is saying yesterday, you know, it, it's just all wrong because no one is meeting with us to, to listen to what we have to say. We... We actually did get into speaking the door last week and we brought up a whole load of points that a lot of Fianna Fáil people now understand where we're coming from. And now to, tomorrow, when we after the protest, we will be speaking again in the door again and we're hoping a lot of TDs will come in and meet with us so we can explain the full situation because I really don't think people are understanding. I mean, we have been chronically underfunded and we, we all know that and we don't want our parents to keep taking the hit. Um, that's a promise to parents. We don't want that. But if government do not do something for the ECC services in particular, they have been given very, very little or they run at a loss. And now we've been told, but we'll bring them up to what they're on last year. But to last year's rate of inflation, Niall, as we all know, was 2.1. We've gone up to 7.8, the highest in 32 years. And yet now we are all expected to say, yes, let's cap our fees. Impossible. We'll all go bust within the next 18 months to two years if we do that. I mean, accountants are telling providers this. Providers, I, I see, today I got an email in from a provider who's selling her business and who's selling all of her equipment. And was I interested in, in taking them? This is a full day care in North Dublin. I mean, I mean, and, and that's, that's, you know, that's not just her selling the business. That's a lot of parents who are affected. There's a knock-on effect to that, of course, as well, yeah, because they have to I find believe, somewhere else. I believe yeah. there's um, 60 children in, in, in this service. So that, that's a lot of parents affected. And there are no places. Trust me, this is going to get an awful lot worse. See, and, and not only the places, that's, that's hard enough. And by the way, I do want people to call in today in relation to this. Maybe you're having difficulty getting a place for your child in September. You nearly have to plan a year ahead in September. Or maybe, you know, you just can't afford it. I mean, when we look at News Talk, when they did the survey there going back two weeks ago in relation to childcare costs for 2022, I mean, 
I can't imagine what it must be like for a parent, say, having two kids. 1,276 in Dublin being obviously the most expensive. Wicklow, 928. Cork, 857. Kildare, 844. Mead, 841. And Westmead, 786. Now, obviously, those prices reflect the cost of rates, that reflect the cost of property prices, because obviously you have to have a unit big enough to keep the children in. So all that is reflective in the cost. But, I mean, if you have two children, that's two and a half grand a month. That's a, that's a really good mortgage. That's a big mortgage every month on top of your mortgage. So, I mean, I don't know how parents are affording this. I'm not blaming you, Elaine, and I'm not blaming, you know, the Federation of Early Childhood Providers or Childhood Providers across the country because I understand their costs have been affected, uh, certainly by the cost of living as well. But this yeah, can't continue. But, but uh, Niall, just, just to point out, the, the members of the Federation, we haven't upped our fees at the full-day care, haven't upped their fees for five years. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to know who, which providers are up in their fees, because I know in our membership we did a survey about this a few months ago. And most of us have not upped our fees in five years, and we have full daycare services, part-time services, and ECC services. Now just take note, ECC services don't have any fees. They are fully government-funded, or should I say fully government-underfunded yeah. for the last 12 years. And these services, we are going to see 260 or more closing their doors next year. And these are small services in rural Ireland, urban Ireland, holding communities together. They're really community-orientated. Community and we're going to see mass closures of these ones next year unless government listens. So this is why we are doing this protest tomorrow. This, we have no choice. But, you, but Elaine, I, you've been, I, I'm not saying you're banging your head against the wall, but the last time I, I spoke I feel like to, we are sometimes. I know, there was a protest being organised and just before COVID, I remember we spoke to you, Just it was actually on the cusp of COVID and there was a protest yeah. planned in and around that time too. Now, I know that was all put on hold at the time. But, but in saying that, it doesn't seem to be achieving anything because I don't think the Tonish is listening. I don't think Michal Martin is listening. Now, mind you, he says he's not giving anything away in relation to the budget. But we need an answer for this now. We can't, parents can, and you can't wait till October to find out no, in the absolutely. budget. We can't. For the ECC services, we need something immediate. It has to be done now. We can't wait until September because these services can't open at breaking even from the 1st of September onwards. That's just not an option. So I want to make that very clear to anybody in government that is listening to this interview here now. Mm-hmm. This has to happen tomorrow. We need this to happen now. And for parents, they, they parents, I wish parents would come out tomorrow and support us because they have a voice as well and their voice must be heard. I mean, I was somebody, somebody just texted in there to say the ECCE is only 9.30 to 12.30 during school term times. So it's, it's uh, of no use to parents who need to work. And I do, I understand the point of that parent. Totally understand. Yeah. But if you're, working, if you're working and your child is in the full daycare service, that funding is coming off your full fees. Yeah. So it is important that, you know, that more money and funding comes in to the ECC service because it helps everybody across the whole sector. You know, because parents obviously then have to pay for the care for the rest of the day as well, of course. If it, exactly. If and I mean, that, that, then again, that's where, that's where we need parents. Parents need to be emailing the government, emailing our department, putting their demands in. Like, we are working on our budget uh, submission at the moment, and we have a parent group, and we are taking on the voice of the parents as well. We're not just coming out with the providers, you know, what we want. We want to know what the parents want and how they feel as well. So we have somebody that's getting an economics guide that is working with us and we have a parents group as well. So we, we are being fair to everybody. And when you, say, when, you, when you say you haven't put the prices up in five years, I, I'm yeah. assuming by that you mean that at some point soon that's going to break. You're going to have to put the prices up. Well, if I, yes, look, we, firstly, core funding. So we were supposed to see these contracts back in the beginning of June, they still haven't been given to us, okay? A lot of these small ECC services are closing up this Friday 
and they are now expected to go and look at this contract and do all of the work during the summer, unpaid, by the way, so they get no funding during the summer, so they will spend weeks trying to get all of this sorted out for September without being paid. So that's a lot of admin work as well, because you have to get in touch with the parents and their forms that have to be signed and sent back in. So there's a lot of admin stuff, you know. So if it had been done at the beginning, then these providers wouldn't have to work in July and August to get the paperwork sorted. You know, so we've, we haven't seen terms and conditions. Everybody in this country seems to think that we've already agreed to core funding. No, we have not. Not in any way. We have not seen terms and conditions of contracts. How could we agree to anything? And how do we, how do we fare off in relation to, and I'm sure you've looked at different countries around the world, obviously France has a very different system whereby people pay according to their means. Um, and it seems to be a much fairer system, mind you, in relation to childcare in general. But say, for example, in the UK, where, how do they deal with this in the UK currently at the moment? And are they going through the same difficulties? Absolutely. Actually, the, the UK, um, there's a lot of services closing down in the UK as we speak. And... Um, you know, there, there is a lot of um, talk over there at the moment about funding and to um, see the government putting more funding into the early learning and care sector in the UK. So they're also in the same trouble. Canada, Australia, America, we're all in the same boat. Well, then if every country is having the same difficulty, clearly then money is not the issue. I mean, there's something else that's at play here. Then, you know, if money is not the, because every country couldn't be struggling that much that they can't afford to provide for, I suppose, the youngest and, and to give women in particular, I suppose, that opportunity to get back to work and get a career. So, I mean, in saying that, they couldn't all be in the same boat from that for, for the same reason. Well, they're all crying out for the same thing. They're all crying out for more funding. That since government funding has come on board, they've been left behind. And it's the same story. And they can't get staff. It's the same story. Parents can't get places. It's the same story. Mm-hmm. In particular in the UK, because I follow what's going on in the UK. You know, and, um, as well, and, as, and I do empathise with your federation and your members as well. And I empathise particularly with those who have to close their businesses. But I suppose the argument from government will be, you know, we don't have a bottomless pit of money. I, and I totally get that. But we can't foot the bill and ECC services can't take a fee from parents because they're not allowed as per their contract. They can't take a, a donation. They can't take anything. They can't do optional extras. There's only about one or two optional extras they are now allowed. We used to be able to take voluntary contributions from the parents, which would give sustainability to these small services. But the government are, are there now telling us how to run our businesses, but yet they're saying they're not our employers. But I think a lot of parents, could, well, well, absolutely, but a lot of parents probably couldn't afford the voluntary contributions because uh, another text here and says, uh, we still pay 900 a month for our four-year-old on top of the free ECC and her crash prices go up uh, a few times a year, not just once a year, but a few times a year. Well, that's, that's quite worrying because I would love to talk to that parent and know which crash is doing that because I can guarantee you it's not the small average service providers that are doing that. A few times a year. Well, that, yes. that, and I'm no quoting, I'm quoting the text here. A few, ta- a yeah, few I, times I, I, a year. I would, love, I, I would love to know who that service provider is because a few times a year. So, and I also heard on another station this morning that one parent had their fees up by 30% last year. I mean, last year we were being well subsidised by the EWSF. You know, so I, I would love to okay, see... Well, she, and, and well, okay, the person has just texted back in again and said, just to reply to your question, yeah. <laughs> it's like a conversation going on. Um, it's a chain, so obviously they're not te- going to mm-hmm. say where it is, but it's a chain, so obviously yeah, it's a larger organisation. It's a larger, organization, it's a large a large service, so like, for, for us, it, it's the smaller... So is that, is that acceptable, that, a, that the larger chains are putting it up, you know, a few times a year, not just once, but a few times a year? Now, well, I understand I the cost of living is rising, I get that. No, but I think that's something that the parent has to take up with that service provider because we're not doing it. Mm-hmm. Like the small average providers aren't doing it. So, 
you know, you have to question why it's been done at all. And if it's been hiked up three times in a year, you have to question that. You know, and is, is there is there a way around this, Elaine? Without, and I understand again your plight and the difficulties you are having and the cost of running your business. And look, it's a business that you have to be very careful with because you're dealing with children, of course, the most vulnerable in society. So. Is there a way of doing this without protesting, say, for three days in September, October, November, which invariably is going to affect the parents, the one people we really don't want to affect because they're the, they're affected by the cost as well, generally speaking, when it comes to childcare. So is there a way of, of doing this without directly affecting the parents? Unfortunately not, Niall, because we've tried it. We have tried absolutely everything at this point. Like we are banging our heads off a brick wall at this time. So the only way that we can do this is to get the parents out with us. Stand outside Leinster House with us and get your voices heard. We need you to help us because these services are going to be gone. And you're going to be looking at all of the large services coming in and all of these small average providers will be gone. And um, we have no choice. I mean, I'm, I'm talking to providers on a daily basis and they're, they're telling me how much they're struggling. I mean, I've, I've one girl who has already given her parents one year's notice of closure because she doesn't want to let the parents down this year and nor can she afford the, the redundancies. And we did a survey and that's, that's what came back. 260 services said that they may have to close the doors next year and a lot more will join because they won't have an option. And the two reasons they're staying open this year, one was the redundancies and the other was they couldn't afford to pay or they couldn't um, let down the children or the parents. Now, the one thing that nobody's talking about here, what about the children? We don't want to let the children down. I mean, that's what we're here to do. We're here to nurture children. And the government are stopping us from doing that. This is affecting the youngest people in our country. And nobody's listening. Well, look, you're going to be outside Leinster House on Wednesday if people want to lend their support. Parents, of course, are encouraged to go out and lend their support as well. And you're calling on the government to stop September's planned fee cap. So this is, of course, the suggestion, by the way, that and now it hasn't been clarified yeah, exactly uh, what it is. We're also calling for um, the ECC... Um, rate of funding to be raised up to 100 euros okay. per child. So we're hoping that they, they will listen to that as well. What, what, really is, what, what is the current rate? Pardon my, my they're, they're, at, they're 69 euros now, which is 4.30 an hour. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, that's it. So they, so they have to try and run their businesses. So a lot of us that have ECC uh, services... You're so you're looking, for, you're looking for a 30% increase, essentially, in funding. Absolutely. But, yeah. but now, the reason we're looking for that is because over the 12 years, we've had one funding increase in 12 years. It should have been index linked and it wasn't. And if it was index linked, this would, this would be where we are and possibly a little bit more. What happens, by the way, Elaine, and, and again, I'll mention the protest down again in a second, and I, mm-hmm. I would encourage people to go out there and support you, particularly parents as well, because it's in their interest. But what happens if, again, like some of your previous protests, and I hate to say this, if it falls on deaf ears? What's next? Well, we have no choice but to keep going until they do listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that, that's why we're saying we're, we're not just going to stop at the three days in September. It's going to continue on until we get somewhere. And those closures could become more. I mean, we're willing to take the hit of, you know, we've been told that if you protest, your funding is taken back. That's fine. But it's no good to us anyway because we're unsustainable either way. Who says your funding would be taken away if you protest? If, if, we, if we protest, if we close our, our doors for a day, we take the risk of our funding being taken back by the department. Well, that doesn't sound very constitutional, does it? No. No. 
Well, listen, Elaine, I wish you well. And as you're welcome to come on the show anytime and talk about it uh, and air your views in relation to it. Um, I, I think it is going to affect a lot of parents, particularly in September, October, November, when you close for three days at a time. That's going to affect them because, of course, invariably somebody has to take a day off work to mind the children or somebody has to make an alternative arrangement. So it is going to affect them. Uh, but I do believe the government should be at least cooperating at this stage or coming up with some sort of solutions. What, what time is the protest, by the way, on a Wednesday? So we're half eleven. Meet okay. outside Leinster House at half eleven. Okay. And thank you, Niall. Thank you so much for uh, bringing me on. Really appreciate it. And um, we do feel for the parents as well. We're, this isn't just about us. It's about the parents, the child, the staff, the provider. It's about us all, you know. And it's united. We have to stand on this, or things are just going to get worse for parents trying to find places that services keep closing down the way they are. All right. Well, look, I appreciate you coming on as well. And thank you very much indeed for highlighting it. If you want to be there, you want to support them, it's Wednesday. Oh, come on, forget the time again. What time is it again? 11.30. Ah, 11.30. I do apologise. 11.30 outside Leinster House this coming Wednesday. Even if you're not or you can't make yourself available, if you're driving by, beep the horn or whatever you want to do just to give them a bit of support. Listen, thank you very much, Elaine Dunn. I appreciate thank you coming you. here. There you go. Elaine Dunn, Chairperson of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic.